Good morning. Today's date is June 5th, 2019, and this is a Hello Rookie podcast. What up, Chris? How you doing? Fantastic, man. Ready. Are you ready? Yeah. Going straight to the tri screen, huh? No no dual screen? No, I've retired the dual screen. I hate the dual screen. Why? Just done with it. I might delete it altogether. That way it's not even an option. Sad. Okay. Um, straight away with it, uh, did you want to look at lines or straight into lineups? Oh, I, I thought that you'd probably want to spend at least a half hour recapping game one. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so let's spend a half hour recapping game one. Just, um, yeah, you can just say that you won and we'll leave it at that. Yeah, so I won 210.38 to 198. And actually, my secondary lineup uh, outperformed my primary. It put up somewhere like 230 or 240. Can we be frank about what happened, though? Boogie played his ass off, for one thing. Then, well... That and there, we have no late swap with our our contest, and I've got <laughs> OG Anunoby in, and the coach announces like right before, like literally right after I submitted my picks, he announces, "Oh yeah, he's active, but he won't play." Well, that's perfect, nurse. How about just giving all that information right off the bat instead of waiting until I submit these locked lineups? <laughs> yeah, um, one of these. They talked about how he's going to be entering the series at some point, so. That will certainly be a great value play whenever he does actually play. Yeah. I, I I mean, we don't know right now, so I can't do it. Otherwise, I'm going to get stuck the same way as last time. But Yeah. Yeah, Bo- Boogie was definitely the uh, the play of the day. How do you not play him in this one? It's not possible. He's probably your captain. Look um, at that low-hanging fruit right there. Oh, he's not your captain? Not quite. All right, I like it. He, he got insta... Uh, Increased in value to uh, a decent mark from, let's see. Yeah, he's 72 now. Yeah, he went from 54 to 72, so. I mean, it's fair. Yeah, I don't feel like that's too high. I feel like it's probably too low, especially with Clay out. But he was, I mean, he was, it was so ugly, man. He's so out of shape, and, like, he should have had 15 fouls. Clay is listed as questionable at the moment, unless you know something more. No, yeah. Clay's questionable. I don't know. I don't know anything more. I know like when I mess my hamstring up, I sure as hell don't want to run on it right away. Yeah, no, I'm 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 low on Clay as well, but I think you he said be... out. I just want to make sure. No, yeah, I said if he is. You gotta listen. Are your headphones on? Can you hear yeah. anything I'm saying? You're cutting out. Okay, that's what's happening. No, yeah. Um I wish, you know, Clay was healthy and active because I think this is a good spot for him. Uh, I agree tonight, but can't play him. All right, you want me to build mine? You want you want to talk about the lines at all? Money's it's up to you, man. Money's on Toronto. Um, opened at five and a half. Warriors up or favored five favored by five and a half. Uh, they took a bunch of bets. Uh, looks like sixty three percent of the bets are still on Toronto. They brought the number down to four and a half. Forty three percent of the money on the Warriors. So, wow, people are on Toronto. Yeah, without Clay, holy cow! I can't even imagine if they, yeah. would, you know, I don't know. If Clay's out tonight, then they're pretty much saying, you know, we're going to go back to Toronto two two because it's going to be rough. Yeah, I mean, not only Clay, very questionable. Let's put it that way. Uh, Looney out. Um, yep. Iggy, Iggy can barely move. Iggy can barely move. Iggy, <laughs> he's hobbled, but he's still managing to put up thirty freaking fantasy points a game regardless whether yeah. he's 
sweeping and he's, down the court or not. Yeah. I don't, he's a bit of a, I feel like, um, just like when he got bumped in the head and we had to stop the game for it in game one, he's a bit of a, a drama queen. I don't think he's nearly as banged up as he is letting on. Um, yeah. It was so funny though. Like, uh, they went to that box and one down the stretch. And like the first thing I texted you guys was, this is so disrespectful (laughs) to run a box and one against an NBA. Like I get it. They're banged up. And like the guys that are left once clay is out are terrible, but it's so disrespectful to run a box and one in an NBA game. Yeah. Uh, Uh, NBA finals. I think nurse nurse had a pretty good response to that. Cause I, uh, as many people know, uh, Steph actually said the exact same thing. Yeah, that it was disrespectful. That's but, what I was uh, getting to. That it was funny that he, like, immediately after the game, he was like, it's disrespectful. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Nurse had a good response, though, and, and that, that was, he meant no disrespect, and he'll, he would take that uh, chance again to have Iggy shoot in the tray with yeah. four it, seconds or whatever. I don't have any problem with the with the play. Uh, there's no shooters on the floor for Golden State, aside from maybe a wide-open Iggy. Um, but yeah, it's disrespectful as shit. <laughs> um, all right. You want to build these things? Yeah. So I'm assuming like a 900% usage rate for Steph and I'm, I'm going to take the one and a half times whatever he puts up tonight at home. So I've got Steph in the captain spot. Um, got Draymond, uh, again, just he's wow. gonna he's gonna have to perform without. You are reaching for three. I'm sorry. You're reaching deep for at least two. Go ahead. Sorry. Nah, I only have one, man. I only have one, and then I'm I'm still on the Kyle Lowry, uh, bandwagon. Um, he's kind of like he has not put together a good game in this series. Um, obviously shot the ball somewhat better, three of seven from three in game two, but the um activity level decreased for him with only one rebound and two assists versus six and nine in game one. So I'm hoping he can put it all together here um, in game three. And I mean, there's no excuse for him. He doesn't, he's like when Van Vliet is in the game, Lowry will get, I mean, Steph is embarrassing Lowry when he's on him, quite frankly. And so when Van Vliet's in the game, Lowry doesn't have to guard him. So there's absolutely no excuse, especially if there, if he doesn't even have to guard clay, um, he should, uh- he should be all over the floor tonight. Lowry's such a smooth player, too. Like, if he could just be more aggressive and just... He he needs to shoot more, frankly. But, uh, but yeah, I like that play. Then I went Boogie. I mean, it's obvious. I don't know how you don't play Boogie. He's going to have to play 25 minutes again tonight. I do think he's going to be in foul trouble. Just the way he came out in game one, I thought he should have had three fouls in the first five minutes of the game. He's completely out of control. Ended with five. Um, also, I think he could have had a technical where Steph got one um, at the end of the game. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll the dice on him. He's you know super efficient in the regular season in his minutes, so I think he will be again here. And obviously, if Clay's out, he's got a score because they don't they don't have scores. And then I got Iggy again. This is three in a row that I've played Iggy in the finals. Even guarding Kawhi, he's been effective. Um, across the board for the Warriors. I think his, what is, he, he's got eight and six points, and he's still hit 25 and 31 in fantasy. So rebounds and assists have been there. He's averaged six and a half assists in the finals. And then um, 
with our main man Looney out, I think Jordan Bell gets minutes and he is an activity machine um, over one fantasy point per minute in the playoffs. A little less productive in his first game against Toronto, but I think he will be tonight. Um, Jordan Bell will be my only punt for this one. That's solid lineup, man. I'm, I'm seeing the look of a dead man on your face right now. You already know it's over. It looks solid. Um, yeah. It so is. So we solid. share, we share um, three. Okay. Um, so yeah, Jordan Bell. Okay, so you're you're thinking Bell is gonna? I mean, that would make sense for sure. Yeah, like I said, think he gets at least Looney. ninety minutes. Um, Bogut hasn't played more than what eight minutes in the playoffs, something like that. Yeah, nine. It makes sense in the in the. It would definitely make sense positionally, you know, with uh, having a big man come in. But uh, I don't know, man. I, I've tried so many different ways to figure out um, who that player is, you know, out of uh, out of that small group. Um, and I've, I've rolled a dice on Bell before, too. So I like it. I went a different route, right. but I, li- I like that one. So... I'm rolling with uh, Quinn Cook at captain. Jesus. I I mean, I had a feeling it was going to be ghetto. I didn't think it would be this bad. <laughs> so he actually got, uh, he seemed to get a, yeah. a minute boost from Clay being gone. So it's it's most mostly a play on that. And just altogether the idea that, um, that Kerr kind of goes very small. Um, so yeah. we'll see. He can do that, right? If they're going to play Lowry Van Vliet, he can play Quinn at the two. Yeah. Or Steph at the two, however you want to look at it. Right. So, I mean, I think it could go either way. You know, Quinn being a good player, like Chris says, Bell. Uh, Then I got Steph, Draymond. You got no Kawhi? No Kawhi. Oh, my goodness. You You went that cheap and you didn't. All right. Oh, that means you got Pascal. Pascal. God. I like You're in so much trouble. I think Draymond. I mean, Steph's going to be Steph. Uh, Draymond. I think, you know, uh, his importance increases even further if possible. Yeah. It was interesting to see his full lockdown mode on Pascal uh, in Game Two, which you actually called for Game One, but He's... actually came out in Game Two, but didn't seem to have much of a fantasy effect. Pascal is um, just not an effective offensive player. He's only got one move. So, I mean, but he's a beast on the fast break as we saw in game one, so. Um, yeah, so Draymond, uh, I think with everything that's happening around, Clay, Looney, everything else, uh, he becomes even more important, which is hard to do, but I think Draymond is a must play. Uh, and then again, Siakam, he just is on the floor constantly and constantly has the ball in his hands, constantly doing things, one move or not, fantasy stud, um, then DeMarcus Cousins, of course. Uh, the guy, as probably most people know, is in his first NBA Finals, is coming off from a giant double-double double game two, and I think uh, continues to roll. Uh, and then Van Fleet, um, who um, <laughs> seems to be, like, fantasy-wise, the MVP, perhaps, in the finals because uh, he's that uh, one guy who we can count on for value. 
um, night in and night out, uh, even as they raise his price to 62 um, for tonight's game. So, yeah, fantasy value. Let's take a look at the time game. Uh, May 9th, 1,600. <laughs> Big jump up on May 25th, 4,800. Most recently, game two, he was at 5,800. Now he's at 62. Constantly goes up. I think uh, even at 62, he remains um, the pick because, frankly, in that group of players, you're looking at Dana Green, who hasn't done much of anything. Serge Ibaka, who actually I, I quite like tonight, again, just because I think Nurse is going to have Ibaka in Gasol pestering the ever-loving hell out of looking to get him into foul trouble, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that'll be my dueling lineup submission. Um, did you have a, a second lineup that you wanted to put forward? No, I didn't build a second one. All right. So, uh, I'm going to put together a second lineup for the article. Chris will as well, if he wants to. Um, all right. Is there any, anything else you want to discuss? No, man. I like it. I feel, I feel really good about my lineup are there feel, any other I feel players like you might be in trouble okay so other people are going to be no, going I, through this. i think like you know where we could fall in trouble is if they announce that og is actually going to play tonight um because that would that would make uh him a very good value pick that would uh, be interesting yeah yeah i mean that that changes everything because i mean he's what floor of 20 points yeah Fan- and i mean points. yeah and it would affect, like, Norman Powell probably wouldn't get many minutes. I don't know, like, I don't know how they do it, right? Because, you know, where do you take the minutes from? Because you're not going to take them from Pascal. Um, and, you know, you have the set rotation at center with Serge and, and Marcus Gasol. So, I mean, it would have to come from that Danny Green, Norman Powell, Fred Van Vliet group. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't think... Norman Powell is a viable option uh, <laughs> as of right now until Danny Green like completely, you know, what's the bad, which he hasn't doing, been doing a whole lot, but uh, he's doing what they want to do, which is coming in and shooting a little bit here and there. But uh, yeah, Danny Green and Norman Powell have really been where we should be getting value there. Fantasy wise, we really haven't. And it's, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting if if Clay's out, like because that that gives Nurse the option to do whatever the hell he wants. Because Green doesn't have to play if he's a liability on offense just to guard one of the two Splash Brothers, or you know he can he can play whatever offensive lineup he wants. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, surprisingly, when I was scrolling through some of the uh, lineups during Game Two. I was noticing uh, a decent amount that had Livingston, of course, in their lineups, which was a uh, you know a punt, but uh, that just uh, never ceases to he amaze be, me. I mean, he would be the dude that, um, you know, if if, if it was me, I I probably would play him over Quinn Cook if I was Steve Kerr. Um, but he can't shoot like Quinn. But yeah, yeah, the ball uh-huh. moves so well when he's in the game for them. It's and he's such a smart offensive player. Some of the, I mean, just the off the ball screens that he makes and some of the things like that that don't go noticed. Um, 
Yeah. That's funny that you say that. Uh, I put it in other words in the article already that I wrote. Um, Livingston might as well be in a suit carrying a clipboard. <laughs> well, um, watch him when he's in, man. Watch the, the off the ball, the stuff that he does that doesn't get noticed. Um, that he does to get uh, specifically to get Steph shots um, because that's like he understands his role on the team. And if he doesn't have the ball, he's keeping an eye on Steph. And because there's so much freedom there for Steph to move wherever he wants. And, it, you know, having a guy like him that understands, all right, well, Steph's going to, you know, make a down cut and then I'm going to make a cut to get him an open look at three. It, it gets so hard for Toronto to, because it's so unpredictable that if they can do that, um, that's how Steph gets shots. And, um, I think Livingston is the dude that can figure that out or help them figure that out. Yeah, for sure. I totally agree. Uh, actual, real game wise, just so happens yeah, that fantasy wise, yeah, it doesn't does matter. not convert fantasy yeah. wise, which is it could if he, if he gets minutes, right? He could get <laughs> rebounds and assists. Yeah, it's aggravating to watch as a a, a fantasy uh, participant. Yeah, so McKinney, what do you got on McKinney? I mean, he's like a baby deer out there. Yeah, it's like it's like he's going to do a lot of stupid stuff, but I don't know. He's a body you can throw at. I don't know. I got I got no interest in. I'm not going to start McKinney. He's not active so, enough, right? Like, you you know when Bell's on the floor, you're going to get rebounds and blocks. Um, maybe some you know fast break points, whatever. Um, I, McKinney's just so re- reliant on open threes and. I don't know. He's not active enough for me. So much. Yeah. So much potential, but, uh, yeah, perhaps next year he'll, uh, blossom, but, uh, he's yet to blossom. That's for sure. All right. Anything else? Nope. I think All the, right. I think this series, like the, the, the meat of the series is yet to come. All right. Like when it's just going to be fun to see when like, uh, Col- like, I'm sorry. When, uh, KD's back and we get to see finally get to see KD versus Kawhi in Toronto can kind of counter by bringing OG back who's another body they can throw at um at KD I think that is like you know if we can get to 2-2 and get everybody back um it's gonna be fun to watch for sure yeah that's a good that's a really good point I, I would also add um the that series you know being tied up now kind of gives a, you know, more emphasis on Clay, uh, you know, not being a viable fantasy option tonight just because, you know, they they, they don't need to risk, uh, you know, injuring him or whatever. Right. They, they, can, they can nurse his injury a little bit more. Yeah, they can hope to steal this one, and even if they don't, they can still win game four, which puts all the pressure on Toronto tonight. If Clay's out, they have to win tonight. Otherwise, the series is over, I think. Because then you get Clay back, possibly get KD back. You yeah. know, Boogie's in even better shape heading into game four than going back to Toronto. Yeah, so all the pressure is on Toronto tonight. They need yeah, this sure. Game. It's going to be exciting. All right, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to Halo Rookie. Uh, we've been working hard um, revamping the site, and also we're putting out a ton of um, fantasy football stuff at the moment yes. just published a wide receiver sleeper article today we'll be publishing other sleeper uh, articles and rankings uh over the next few days as well it was it was uh interesting coming into um 
I felt like Ragnar Lothbrook, like when he just disappeared. You you don't watch Vikings, do you? So so he'll like disappear into the woods in like before a battle or whatever, and that's just the way I felt like I've been just because I've gone through every single team's depth chart and camp notes and and you know digging so freaking deep to find Scotty Miller and all these deep sleepers to for the website that like coming out of that and doing this NBA today was <laughs> it was a challenge. It yeah. was completely in NFL mode. Yeah, nice uh, change of pace. Yeah. Would you say Ragnar, I think, StarCraft? Oh, my God, dude. Watch the Vikings series. You just have to clear like three weeks because there's 20-plus episodes and each one are 45. Per per season, there's 20-plus. Each one's 45 minutes and there's like six seasons of them. So. I'll, I'll check it out. I know you've been talking about it for a while. I just finished Chernobyl last night. Um, yeah, I, I I really like that. I Chernobyl wish it would have been... Man. I wish it would have been longer, but it's almost a good thing they didn't kind of milk it out longer than what they needed to. Um, but well, we really well caught on to that right away. Like, I mean, because you and I can find, uh, like, you know, watching the way socialism works and things like that entertaining. But he, he was watching it with me, and he was like, well, the explosion already happened, so what's everything else going to be about? Right. I was like, well, there's a cover-up, and there's, like, a political... And he's, yeah, that was it for him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, really well done. Uh, maybe I'll I'll give Vikings a shot next. We'll see. Got to got to have some kind of filler in there. Yeah. All right. Subscribe, people. Thanks for watching. Peace.